What is up, everybody? My name is Austin Buckner. Trevor Holder. And you are listening to the Ice Cream Sunday podcast. Uh, this week... Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I think you guys need a takeover, and I think you guys need some fresh new direction, maybe something a little bit more put together than what you guys usually do. So, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Phoenix Reads. Today's episode is an Ice Cream Sunday takeover. As usual, I don't read any of the stories I'm about to read with you. I will leave any usernames in the description if you want to go leave your own opinion on their post, given it is still up. My username for Reddit will be in the description. Feel free to tag me in any stories that you'd like to hear me read. Let's get started. Uh, fuck. Uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy Phoenix Reads. Sunday. Um, just wanted you guys to know that, you know, you might be listening to this on maybe a little bit of a different channel, but you know what? We're just going to roll with it because sometimes takeovers just need to happen. So we're just going to roll right into it. I think some Am I the Devil um, stories are going to fit right in here fairly decently. Uh, that's foreboding. <laughs> <laughs> maybe some foreboding is, uh, you know, not necessarily a bad thing, though. Fair enough. All right. Let's just kind of, I'm going to even not start at the beginning i'm just gonna grab one from the middle just a roulette so with these am i the devils they usually end up having two titles the ones that uh the person that reposts it um in am i the devil gives it so sometimes that gives it away sometimes okay. it doesn't but i'm gonna go ahead and read the first one first and then we can maybe read the title that it was given to afterwards and see what happens there sure yeah. so am i the asshole for insisting my son be invited to my daughter's wedding I mean, to be fair, it's not your wedding, and they are free to uninvite anybody that they want. I feel like this is very fitting, seeing as how I think my favorite Ice Cream Sunday episode is I I uninvited my mom to my wedding. (laughs) So so, say that one more time. Am I the asshole? For insisting my son be invited to my daughter's wedding. So I mean, oh, it sounds okay, like it's okay, her brother, okay. or it may not. It may not be full brother, maybe yeah, half brother, like a half, uh, okay. half sibling or step sibling, something like that. Or it could be even being a fair child because I get a lot. I've been seeing a lot of those lately. Oh, so let's see. Um, do you want me to go ahead and read the yeah, go ahead. Am I the Devil one? Sure. Yeah. So it says, am I the asshole for insisting my son be invited to my daughter's wedding after he got drunk, groped her friends against their will, and had to be tossed out of her engagement celebration? Okay, so you read the title, and I was like, "No, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Like, it's not your choice." Now I get it. But now, I'm like, yeah. Well, Ooh. seeing as how this definitely kind of runs in with what happened at my bachelor bachelorette party, the like night, but like the day before my wedding, it was a, uh, it was, it was quite a hoot. Yikes. So, am I the asshole for insisting my son be invited to my daughter's wedding? Hi, Reddit. I'm new here, so I will try to best format this in a comprehensive way, but apologies if I don't follow Reddit protocol exactly. I don't think anybody really cares. There's, <laughs> there's, there's a no protocol, pr- there's on, no Reddit. protocol on Reddit. I was like, Reddit. it's just <laughs> fucking Wild West. <laughs> exactly. So I, 56F, am, an, am in a bit of a dilemma. My daughter, 26F, is getting married this summer, and my son, 28M, was not invited. 
They have never really gotten along and recently had a big disagreement. My daughter had an engagement party and my son got a bit drunk. Oh, way to uh, way to downplay this. Just a by little the way, bit. And got handsy with some of my daughter's friends, which they didn't like. And my daughter was furious at him for touching her friends. I, I mean, think, fair. I think if you're going to try to defend your son for groping, you want to make it like as bad as possible. You're like, he was fucking blacked out drunk. Not like he was just a little bit drunk and also sexually assaulted my daughter's friends. Exactly. Mistakes happen. <laughs> yeah. She kicked him out and I only found this out after the party was over. So it's like you weren't even there. So you right. can't even get to say how drunk he was. Yeah. This is all hearsay, I'm assuming, from the son. And it sounds like the... 26 and 28 so the son's older yeah so it's probably like you think he'd know better then well that also and i think the mother's probably just like trying to protect her you know her firstborn you know well and with with all like life experience i've had when it comes to boys and their moms like they're they're a little bit more protective usually but it's also just because they're the boy (laughs) and there's me and my mom (laughs) (laughs) yo Flash forward to now because my son got a message from my daughter uninviting him to her wedding because of his behavior towards her friends. He was so upset and called to tell me what she had said. And to be honest, I think it's a shame that she feels so angry about it. But I rang my daughter up and I told her I will not be attending the wedding if my son can't come. That's when I'm like, okay, bye, bitch. Yeah. What? (laughs) What? I'd be like, so you're okay with your son going around essaying girls because that's what it sounds like to me. Well, it, it feels like it feels like he's very much a mama's boy, and mm-hmm. so like definitely that's he, what it sounds like. He just relies on everything. Can't fucking relate. <laughs> I felt as though that what he did wasn't worthy of ruining family relationships as him not being invited to her wedding is a huge deal. He's always been a bit temperamental and if he gets carried away with things, but he means well. <laughs> Sounds like he has a oh, history Oh, I'm sorry. It was just a little rape. Like it was yeah. just, it's just a little bit. It was just the tip. It does. It barely counts. <laughs> It sounds like there's a history of this. It, it does. Yeah. It, it sounds like sounds she's like this been... isn't the first time she's defended him. Exactly. My daughter called me and shouted at me saying that I was enabling his horrible behavior. And even my fiance's mother called me to express her frustration with my decision. But I don't really think I'm in the wrong here. If the friends don't feel comfortable, shouldn't they be uninvited instead of her own brother? Way to victim blame. Like, oh my gosh. So am I the asshole for insisting my son be invited to my daughter's wedding? Yes. Absolutely. A thousand percent. Absolutely. Yeah, no fucking way. I, so the first time I got married, we didn't really have a big ceremony. We just had like a courthouse wedding. We invited just our witnesses, right? So it was my grandma and my uncle and then Kaylee's mom. And that was it. And then our oldest son obviously was there too. And my brother, my brother was there too. Um, But we wanted to have a big extravagant fucking party, you know, for Amy's fingers crossed knock on wood only time she gets married and then my second time and hopefully again fingers crossed knock on wood uh last time i get married um but we didn't have like the biggest room for the reception so we decided to like knock it down to like just our closest friends our closest family and my grandfather was one of nine kids and then all of those nine kids had kids and then all of those kids had kids so we have like 
200 people in our family yes. at every family reunion. And of course, they usually they most of them show up to weddings. And I just I, logistically could not make it happen to invite them. So I just didn't. I invited like my my grandfather's siblings, like my great uncles and my great aunts. And that was it. I didn't invite any of their friends. I didn't in, or uh, uh, kids or grandkids just try to keep it as simple as possible. And some of them showed up, some of them didn't. But like, it really helped cut down on the number of like toxic people that could have potentially been invited just because they're family. And that's kind of how like everyone's heard it on this podcast, like how my mom got uninvited. Cause I was just like, Hey, here's some, like, I don't, I barely know your new boyfriend. Um, I've heard nothing but like bad, abusive, and like he's an alcoholic type things about him. Just the way it came about too was like, come on. Yeah. Oh, their relationship where it was like, yeah. Oh, your boyfriend died and and like it was literally weeks later. It was it wasn't even weeks later, it was days later. It was it, Oh, it was, it was like 3 days later. Yeah, wasn't it? it was yeah. it was mourning your boyfriend and then It was the Good Friday Easter Sunday of boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> he is risen. <laughs> His penis. Um No, so yeah, I was just like, "Hey, listen, like I I I will gladly meet your boyfriend in a different setting i just don't want him there taking away your focus from like your oldest child's big the person day. whose actual day it is yeah like it's it's our day but also like you're my mother so like it's a big day for you too right a lot of eyes are going to be on you uh you know uh bride or uh groom mother dance all that shit um and then she was very similar to this this mother in the story. It's like, if this person that I fucking have to defend can't come to the wedding, then I'm not coming either. And like, I think like she was calling my bluff and I was just like, okay, bye. Cool, man. <laughs> makes it easy. You know, sometimes the trash just takes itself out and that makes it like 10 times easier. It's, it's right. so much easier. But... I think there's like an, a sense of entitlement with with parents, or especially in that case, like, well, I'm your mother, so you're obligated to listen to me. Oh yeah. So if Not I if I adult. say something, uh, you know, it's it's in your best interest to listen, or something like that. Not like a threat, but more like, like I know better. The with um, well, I like. And everyone knows this by now, but like I grew up with my grandparents, so it's really hard for me as an, an adult to to look at this woman who has never had my best interest in mind, and has like never given me any parental advice, right? And be like, now at thirty four years old, like I'm supposed to listen to you, I'm supposed to like take advice from you, I'm supposed to, you you never had my best interest in mind. Clearly, like you're you're being selfish, like you have been for the last three decades, like. It's like you've always been like the 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 tale that kids that parents call their kid that tell their kids. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, if you don't do this, you know, you're going to be a McDonald's worker when you grow up. And it's like, if you don't like this, don't, you know, do get your shit together and do this. You're going to end up like your mom. And you're like, oh, shit. Because, um, yeah, that's, mom, that's how I feel about my parents. My like, mom was a fry cook at McDonald's. It would be the most successful thing she's ever accomplished in her life. But Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, no, I I definitely know how it feels because we actually had to kick somebody out of our wedding 
um, just two days before the wedding because we had um, a bachelor, uh, a mixed bachelor bachelorette party um, the night before. Well, not the night before, but or yeah, no, the night before the wedding. And his cousin decided to, for whatever reason, get super drunk and think that um, my husband's best friend was saying shit to him. And because my husband's best friend is black, he decided to start bringing color and race into oh. this. And he was out there like, um, you know, like, because our our friends, they came up from North Carolina. They were inside with their not even one year old baby. We were all hanging out inside. He was outside, like having this whole drunken kind of fit thing. And because he was trying to hook up with my friend at the party. Yeah. <laughs> which, you know, whatever is the bachelor, bachelor, bachelorette party. They were both single. He was getting ready to join the army, which um, did not bode well for him. He had to leave because he has a bad back. Um, Because he thought joining the army in his 30s was going to be a great idea and fix all of his problems. That's why they have an age limit at 35. Those fucking he's like 30. He's like 31, 32. Oh god. So um, yeah, he decided to do that. He was trying to hook up with her. They were doing a whole bunch of making out thing. We were just kind of like, yeah, like, and she was trying to ask for advice. So that's what we were inside doing. And he thought we were inside bashing him, Hmm. but not just us, just my husband's best friend, which was not a thing at all so you know we went out i you know we went out i went out there and i saw him getting mad and i came back inside to because my friend was getting ready to come back outside and i was like hey no i think you need to stay in here mm-hmm. and my husband's best friend he's like well well what well why what's going on i'm like you know i'm like blaine's cousin i'm like my husband's cousin he's like he's having you know some issues like he thinks you said something so what does my husband's best friend do go to go outside and be like yo you know like what's going on because my husband's best friend is also a correctionals officer oh mm. shit and all he goes is comes outside sees him getting very belligerent and loud with um my in-laws and my sister-in-law and so what does he do his corrections officer you know sidekicks in goes up grabs him around from the back to pull him away and restrain him until he calms down that did not happen he lost it he shoved him onto the ground and i got in between and me being only you know five three decided to get in between these two big men that work out consistently and like if you're gonna hit him you're gonna have to go through me no 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 other punches were thrown but it got to the point where the next day my my husband's best friend's wife was like if he's going to be at the wedding, we will not be. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, no, no, we understand. So we had to uninvite him the day before. Mm-hmm. And then what does he do as the wedding starts? Puts me and my husband in a group chat on Facebook and starts going off about how he's so sorry and how he doesn't want to ruin our day. He doesn't want to make it about him and that he hopes we have a great day. And then because we're not responding, continues to write a paragraph about mm-hmm. how sorry he is. Mm-hmm. And how he doesn't want to take away from that day and we hope we enjoy ourselves. I'm like, it's kind of hard to when you're blowing up our phones, my dude. <laughs> yeah. My whole rationale for like uninviting my mother was uh, some things had been said between like her and her brother, who's my oldest uncle. Um, and there was just like some like butting of heads. And I was like, hey, just don't bring this guy who seems to be at the the center of all of the arguments. Right. I, uh, I'm being very selfish here, but like, this is my wedding. This is Amy's wedding. The focus should be on. That's not us, selfish at all. Right. Um, so I need you guys to fucking <laughs> cut it out. And, uh, 
just fucking get along. And when she was like, just lose my invitation, I was like, cool. Like, that's, I, because I wasn't going to take any like fucking Malcolm in the middle bullshit. It was, I, it was either you're going to be super cool about this and be like, no problem. That's the reaction I want. Or you're going, or it's going to be, and it's going to make it even easier for me. If you're just like, this is bullshit. Fuck this. If you do it that way, then you're gone. None of this like, but what about, no, I'm not playing that fucking game with you. It's, it's either, these are the rules. These are the this rules. is the standard. Yeah. It needs to be followed. And there's just some people that you just, you have to be that way with. Unfortunately. Right. And it sucks even more that I think that it's when it comes down to being family, because it's like, you think that, oh, like it's going to be okay that we, that I can, I can be comfortable and like, let you know when something's bothering me, but instead it's just going to be like, oh, now you're playing the victim Mm -hmm. and that's just it. Last thing I'll say on this, and then we can certainly move on to another one. But I I always heard growing up, like, you know, you can't choose your family. Sure. Like whatever, but I can choose the, the people that I, uh, devote my, my time and my energy to. And whether that's cutting out family members from my life because they provide absolutely fucking nothing. Like I have no problem doing that. So in a way, yes, I can choose my family. Yeah. I was going to say like, like, I have definitely redefined my definition of family Yeah, and I most definitely can't and have chosen my family. Yeah. Like I talk to my grandmother, my uncle, uh, my uncles, Every day, I talk to my my brother every day, and there's select members of my family, even immediate family. My mother, obviously, one uh, somebody else we won't get into um, that I haven't talked to for years, and I have no problems with that. And like, um, as 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 silly as it sounds, like it sounds so like frat bro douche, but like all of my dude friends are my brothers and all of my lady friends are my sisters. But like, that's my fucking family. Like I see Catherine and Melanie and Heather and like, those are my sisters now. Like I see them yeah. like every, every two weeks. And for the last three weeks, it's been every fucking week and they annoy the shit out of me most days, but I love them. Uh, and I, I couldn't imagine not seeing them most Sundays. And see, I'm kind of in the boat where <clears throat> Like everyone, everyone that I associate myself with, uh, friends, family, whatever, they matter to me, regardless of when I talk to them, uh, how much time has passed in between. Um, and just because I frequently talk to certain people over other people doesn't diminish mm-hmm. anything. However, I have friends and family who feel differently about that. They feel like if I'm not contacting them, if I'm not, uh, you know, talking to them on the daily or or associating myself with them in any way uh, on a regular basis, that they don't matter. And that's, I mean, that's not true. It's just either timing doesn't work out, um, I just have no desire to, or, you know whatever it may be it's just i don't i don't care to uh 
I don't know. I'm trying to think of the 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 way to explain it. Like, I don't care to exert the energy to put into it, or yeah, I guess. I mean, like I said, it doesn't diminish how much I care about that person or or what they mean uh, to me in my life. And if they feel that way, then I'm sorry. I, I mean, that's that's not the case, but I just. Maybe they maybe they want things that I can't necessarily give or I just don't feel like I want to give. That makes sense. Um Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I just don't see the need in uh constant communication with with people because at the end of the day, if if I can go to you at any point in time and be like, hey, what's up? and we can talk and be chill. Then there's there's no need to have a regular, regularly based contact. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that a lot of us, like as we grow up, we we have bigger things to focus on right now than family that you know we grew up with. Because it's like we you know we have kids, we have a significant other that we you know try to focus on. We have jobs, we have you know hobbies that we really enjoy that we try to put more of our energy into to enjoy that kind of stuff. And you know like. I am absolutely terrible at keeping in touch with people that I don't see on a somewhat regular basis or don't have like constant interaction with. Same. So, but I know at the same time that I cannot talk to, you know, my best friend down in North Carolina, but if I message her and be like, man, I'm having a really shitty day, she's just going to drop everything and be like, okay, what's going on? Is there anything I can do? Like, do you want a video call? Do you just want to text? Like, what's going on? It's like, do you need me to help you narrow it down? What's actually going on? Yeah. Like, I know no matter what, like, she's going to be there for me, even if we don't talk every day. So it's like, we, I don't feel the need to keep in like constant contact with everybody I've ever met because in in all fairness, that's very unrealistic. Yeah, and everybody has like their own things. So, I'm and sorry, I work. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to relax because I don't have a lot of time to do that. I have a kid now, like all that stuff. It's like I just I just need a large block of time where I can just be myself and not. You need to de-stress. Be someone else's. Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel, too. Um, That was, like, my biggest thing when it was starting back up on work because I'm technically, like, a single mom throughout the week because my husband leaves Monday morning for work and does not get home till Thursday night sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, it is literally, if I am not, if I was not at work, I was being mom. If I was not being mom, I was at work or I was asleep. It's, like, there was no, very little to no time to the point where I was getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning just to be able to scroll through TikTok and fuck around and not have to listen to anything. I wasn't having to listen to what I had to do that day. I wasn't listening to mom, I'm hungry, or mom, I need to do this, or mom, I, I slammed my pee-pee in the freaking toilet seat. Like, I, I just had some time to just sit there and de-stress and not have to deal with anything. And for the record, the pee-pee in the toilet seat thing absolutely happened. I did not know penises could, bru- could bruise like that, and holy shit. <laughs> real thing i mean as we just found out from my my ex-wife my kids are geniuses equally (laughs) fucking stupid so absolute geniuses man he must have been going through it though i mean to take all your clothes off (laughs) i just 
I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I feel like that kid steps into a bathroom and just just for fucking forgets how to exist as a human being. He, he forgets how to person. He just, <laughs> this is the same kid that like somehow got untouched pieces of shit like four feet up a shower curtain. Jeez. Like it wasn't like smeared. It was just like, ch- I don't know. Man. Like he monkeyed it. Like yeah, maybe <laughs> shit in his hand. I don't and know just... what happened. This kid kids are magic Fucking, i i tell yeah. you what like there have been times like when like when it's my when my son started moving around i would sit there and i would like turn my back and then turn around he'd be on the couch and then he'd be on the floor i'm like how the fuck did you do that wizard bitch <laughs> <laughs> but you because you wouldn't hear a thunk or anything and just like i turn around turn back how the fuck do you get down there oh my kids are sneaky <laughs> they are if they want to be they will so scary. Mine's getting that way. She's she's turning around in her sleep. And like we'll have her set a certain way. We'll go back in like an hour or so later. She's still asleep. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> How are you here? I mean it it scares me how smart I think she is. And if she's as smart as I think she is, I'm in trouble. <laughs> See, that's how I feel about my son because, like, academically, he is extremely smart. Common sense, though. Oh, I think dude. he's grasping at straws. <laughs> yeah, those are my kids. Like, they fucking know their ABCs so well. You're supposed to be the smart one. <laughs> <laughs> he is. And he's fucking sprays for reason his own face. <laughs> <laughs> for an experiment <laughs> how many um how many do you usually read on, an, on a typical episode well i can record up into an hour and so i usually get like roughly anywhere between like four like if they're like gotcha. really long or if i have a lot to say about it or, like up to like seven or eight gotcha so usually don't have like two dumbasses also commenting so. no just one dumbass <laughs> got it got it but we can move on to another one. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So we'll do another Am I the Devil one. Um, so this one is Am I the Asshole for Being Uncomfortable Around My Girlfriend's Sister and Her Girlfriend? So we got some homophobia going on here. Let's fucking go. Uh, seemingly. <laughs> well, it says couple holding hands. Oh, the humanity. That's the that's oh, the okay. <laughs> that's the new. So it goes, I, 33M, have been dating my girlfriend Han, 31F, for just over a year. Han has a younger sister, C27F, who she's extremely close to. I mean, as a lot of siblings are sometimes. <laughs> C and I get along really well. I'd never met C's girlfriend, but my girlfriend and her are also pretty close. Han and C's parents were extremely homophobic growing up and kicked C out when she was 16 when they discovered she had kissed a girl. Katy Perry, hold on to your hat. As neither, or as such, neither of them had a relationship with their parents for the past nine years. However, in the past year, their parents have demonstrated real growth and have gone out of their way to try and repair some of the damage that they caused. Fuck yeah. Let's hey, go. we love parental growth. We love let's that. Yeah. Let's go, Asian parents. Yeah. <laughs> I w- I'm assuming from the names. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking, too. Because I'm a racist. <laughs> I mean, we at least you can admit it, right? Um, they made an active effort to get to know C and her girlfriend, L. All right, 11. 26F. It was C and L's four-year anniversary last week. 
and C also just got accepted to do a PhD at Harvard. Go see. I, I was waiting for another Asian God, comment. Yeah. From Austin. <laughs> Expectations high. Yeah. Got it. To celebrate both occasions, they threw a family gathering to celebrate C and L's anniversary and the PhD. They invited many family members and friends. This was the first time I met L. Understandably, C told Han and I that she was nervous about being in a big group, which is very understandable, I think, with L and being so public in front of their parents. Throughout the night, C and L were very close and they they displayed an unexpected amount of PDA, hand holding sometimes. <gasps> Cover up uh, them ankles, bitches. Uh, see, it's I was sitting here waiting for like all right, this person Tongue down seems the throat, like yeah. boob oh. grabbing. Well, something because like this person seemed completely <laughs> cool with them. I'm like, okay, where? <laughs> when's the bomb gonna drop on this one? See, that's what I'm waiting for too. And this this story is over ha- is already over halfway over, so okay. I'm not sure. Is that the worst it's gonna get? Hand holding? Because they were scissoring God. on top of the Harvard acceptance <laughs> you gotta, letter. You 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 want to make the freaking Southern ladies clutch their pearls? <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> Um, occasional hand on back. Oh, goodness. She touched her lower back. Oh, no. I bet their ankles were showing and everything. Oh, no. Uh, PDA makes me extremely uncomfortable when anyone does it. Uh-huh. Sure, anyone. Tell that to your Pornhub browser looking for lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> they do be fucking. <laughs> I mean, that's usually what they're doing on Pornhub. I, I don't know. <laughs> they're not cooking, I tell you that much. That carrot goes somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, towards the end of the night, Han's father made a speech about how proud they are that their daughter is who she is now and made something of herself despite the irreparable damage they caused when she was young. It was emotional and L and C or an L held C in a hug because it made her cry for an extended period. It made me so uncomfortable. I had to leave the room. Han says it was extremely homophobic and the other couples had displayed PDA. She asked me not to call her until I've had to think about it or about if I'm really okay with C. It's not because she's gay. I just really hate PDA and spent more time with her than any other couple. Am I the asshole? Well, the fact that, your girlfriend straight out said there were other couples having mm-hmm. PDA and the only people you have to bitch about are the lesbian couple. Yeah. I, uh, like I get, I get if he's like, if he comes out with, uh, like, Hey, PDA makes me uncomfortable regardless, but which that's he, what he said, but his words are stating otherwise. Right. That's my biggest thing is that he's like, oh, well, I just hate PDA, you know, from anybody. But the fact that there are other I, couples there. I think if he would have given other instances in that. Of other couples. Yeah. Yeah. Then I could I could maybe empathize with them a bit. And it's, honestly, I don't even see this as PDA. I feel this as being comforting. And, you yeah. know, because I mean, like, it's if they're nervous, you know, a handhold from your significant other to mm-hmm. be like, hey, like, you're still here. Like, you're not going anywhere. That, that can mean a lot. I don't really necessarily see that as PDA. I mean, like, I went to North High School. Okay, I know what PDA is. Okay? We practically saw babies being made in the hallways. So we <laughs> we know what PDA is. I, you know, I I, I almost want to say, like... Polar he, bears be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> they do be in there. Uh, no, I feel like... I don't know. I feel like he... He's one of those type of people that's just like... 
I'm not homophobic, but, but the biggest butt ever. My bitch yeah. is gay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you know I almost song? feel like he's he's jealous in a way. Like maybe he's just uncomfortable in his like it, it could say a lot about himself like yeah. maybe he's uncomfortable in his own skin i think to the point where he doesn't feel comfortable giving his girlfriend that kind of like affection in public because I, in all fairness if that's the case i feel bad for his girlfriend because agreed i think it's very interesting that in the same text he's like look how awesome it is that her parents have grown to overcome their homophobia Ooh, yeah. and here i and am then, being uh, kim fucking yeah, reynolds yeah. taking and us back 50 like, years but also <laughs> look at my homophobia right and like you see how accepting i am of them but they're doing this thing so they're rubbing their homophobia they're rubbing their homoness in my face the gay I can't agenda. Take us. it's uh <laughs> so no offense to liberals I feel like I'm very Complete liberal offense. as well, but also like maybe even I hate the word liberal because when I think of liberals, I think of people that have mostly the same views as me. Right. Mm-hmm. But they fucking bitch and cry on the internet and then don't actually do Follow anything through. to help. Yeah. Right. Oh, that is my biggest pet peeve. That's when why people complain it. about something and when they are given actual options that can fix their situation, they just go, no, that's not the, that's not the easiest option. That's not the mm-hmm. option I want. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the I changed my Facebook profile to uh, Black Square and I'll proclaim that Black Lives Matter. But then I'll cross to the other side of the street if I actually see a black person uh, in, in person. This this kind of shit reminds me of that because it's very much like I'll point the finger and be like, ah, look at her fucking parents and how they grew and like they overcame their homophobia and then, like, you can't see that you yourself are acting a little homophobic, my guy. Right. It's like it's mm-hmm. okay. We 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 get it. You're jealous that your wife, that your girlfriend's dildo is bigger than you, and we I get mean, it. I'm jealous that my wife's dildo is bigger than mine, and I would also like my dick to be purple. So, <laughs> with sparkles, no. <laughs> Michael Jackson did. Edward Cullen it. <laughs> <laughs> one eyed, one horn. <laughs> flying purple, purple people. Peter. <laughs> That's a good no, one. No, um I I guess I can understand the whole I'm not comfortable with PDA thing. Me personally, PDA fine. Uh pet uh, like pet names, nicknames, stuff like that. Yeah. I'm cool with it. I personally don't like to um, do like uh, like pet names, like shit like that, like babe or, or anything. I did back in the day and it just didn't feel right mm-hmm. for me. So like, and I actually just had a conversation with Heather the other day about that. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't mind if she does it to me and like, I'm, I'm totally cool with it. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. It doesn't feel right to me. So like the, the, closest we've ever done is like saying beeb to each other beeb yeah like b-e-e-b <laughs> like beeb <laughs> or something like or like beeb you know whatever but like that's really it um i i agree with what phoenix said though like 
I don't see anything on what he wrote as PDA. When I think of PDA, I think of like the time. Yes, like full on making out. Like like, something that's kind of like on the verge. Like it's PG 13. There was a time when I worked at Smash Park. It was like our opening weekend. um, And there were two people just out on the patio going at it, just tongues down throats. I, I see that and I'm like, guys, like fucking wait till you get home. Like I see that at as least PDA, wait to the car. And that's very uncomfortable. And like even even Amy and and my wedding, uh, I was like, isn't it fucking weird that like we have to stand up here and smooch in front of like all of our closest friends and family? Like every time someone like taps a glass. Yeah. I'm yeah. like See, we didn't do anything like that. And um, because I learned from a friend's wedding when she got married, they had bells everywhere. And it was like, ring the bell if you want the bride and groom to kiss. And I was yeah. like, I'm always ringing it. And she goes, hey, she goes, will you stop? And I was like, it's supply and demand. You supplied me with bells. I demand for you two <laughs> well, to make out. Like at our wedding, I saw I just see John Dervesky in the corner of my eye. And he's like doing the fucking thing with his butter knife on the thing. And I just <laughs> turned to him like, I'm not your fucking monkey. <laughs> but I, just, I thought that was weird. And like, uh, so that PDA by bothers me but like if you see someone like holding hands hand on back hugging when someone is being like when you're in the spotlight and someone is like i'm fucking proud of you which i'm not used to that because my parents suck so like when i get that my my wife better be there to like support me because that shit is awkward yeah exactly like i can't even stand it when my in-laws like do anything remotely positive to me i'm just like you're gonna make me cry stop if you see a couple straight or gay um just a couple yeah if you see a couple supporting each other comforting each other and you're like this weirds me the fuck out that says more about you yeah, than it does you're, them. You're probably a fucking weirdo, my guy. <laughs> For sure, though. All right. Let's do another one. Yeah, I've got this one. I have two that I kind of saw that I'm torn about, so I'll let you guys choose. This is between somebody giving their wife a new ring after 15 years okay. or... Somebody who knowingly drugged their boyfriend for TikTok. That cloud. one. <laughs> that one. Okay, okay, hold on. Both are, these, the, are these both Am I the Devil? Yes. Okay. Both of them, but that one first. D- yeah, do that one first, and then let's do uh, an Am I the Asshole, where it's a bit more like, we gotta wait till the end to yeah. decide. Okay, I yeah. also want to finish one with like a Today I Fucked Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too, yeah. For sure. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so the original title was Am I the Asshole for a prank I played on my boyfriend and uploaded to TikTok. And the new title is Am I the Asshole for Knowingly Drugging My Boyfriend and Then Putting It on the Internet? Oh, no. Yeah. You're admitting to a crime. I know what my answer is already, but I'm hoping she pulls me the other way. Oh, right. See, and that's what I love. And to be fair, that's what I love about the Am I the Devil ones is because there are some times where it's like the people that upload it, they're just like, man, this person is obviously the asshole. And then I read it and I'm just like, but. Then there's this one kind of side, like devil's advocate here. Like I do that a lot more than I think I. It's gonna be tough, but I'm I'm waiting for her to be like, yeah, I knowingly drugged my man, but also comedy. He cheated on me, (laughs) like he cheated on me in my bed, so it's like slight revenge. So it's like, did he deserve it, or are you really just a bitch? (laughs) Or it comes out, she's like, 
the drug was Benadryl and I was helping him with his allergies. (laughs) (laughs) He ate a spoonful of peas. (laughs) My boyfriend's allergic to peanut butter and I accidentally fed fed him peanut butter instead of sun butter. Am I the asshole? Okay. So am I the asshole for a prank I played on my boyfriend and uploaded to TikTok? My boyfriend, Jack, 21M, and I, 20F, have been together for nine months now. I stayed at his house last night. We planned a movie date at home with blankets, snacks, and drinks. He supplied the drinks. I brought the snacks. The drug snacks. On TikTok, I saw a trend of people giving their partners edibles disguised as different foods. Some as ice cream cones, some as brownies, etc. I found the videos funny and bought some of these online in the form of brownies. I had them for a while, but just never got around to using them. So I thought last night would be a good time. So I don't do a whole lot of drugs, but don't stuff like that kind of get like stronger as they sit. Like, if there's, like, a certain, like, expiration time for it. I have no idea. I don't know if they get stronger or if they get weaker. I don't know. I don't don't do anything like that. So, uh, I am very unknowledgeable about it. Maybe still do drugs. But. My kid makes uh, me want to do drugs. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) Buddy, did you hear the phone call I just got before this podcast? (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I usually, I'm not. I don't have it like the the most. I don't have the richest history with edibles, so I don't know. It's a good oh. question. Because I th- I want to say that I've heard that some edibles can get stronger, like, but I think it's more like gummies. Mm. I don't know so much about brownies. It's like bourbon, where you just the longer you, it's aged. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure. I don't either. So last night, while watching a movie with him, I offered Jack a brownie, which he happily ate. I recorded it for my TikTok and continued to record parts of his reaction over a few hours. In total, we made a funny video that lasted about 20 seconds long. I uploaded it to my account and tagged him. I also tagged the video as hashtag edibles prank. Well, this morning when Jack woke up, he was really angry with me. He said he had no idea what I was recording and he just assumed it was a cute date night video. He explained he felt unwell last night, but didn't understand why. And now it all made sense. He told me to delete the video immediately, which I did, but he was still angry saying I am pretty much, I pretty much drugged him. I explained it was a harmless prank, but he called me a massive asshole for it and said he needed some space from me. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, yeah. I feel like it's a... Vi- I, I, there's a difference between... Like, if Heather were to do that to me, I'd be pissed off because I don't do, like, drugs or anything like that. Um, so I feel like it's a vi- it's kind of a violation. Mm-hmm. See, and I think it depends on the people. Like, right. if, like, if it's... Like, if those kind of pranks are, like, something you and your significant other pull on each other constantly yeah then it then that's a different story but like they've been dating less than a year mm-hmm. i don't think they as weird as it's gonna sound i don't think they're to that point where they have that like unbinding trust mm-hmm. between each other to do something like that and right. whatever trust he had for her just went out the fucking window yeah absolutely and i mean you know it, it'd be something else if they they both uh you know if, if they both Use is is not the right term. Um, but partake from yeah, time okay, to time yes, thank on, you. A, on a more regular yeah, basis. Exactly. I think it would be different if they both partook and it you know, it just happened to be a ha ha. But if 
he's not openly uh, a user, a user, or or he doesn't use. She fucked up. Mm-hmm. See, and that's how I feel about that too. Is that it's like, like, like I said, it's like if that's something that you and your significant other do on a regular basis, that's different. But mm-hmm. to just unknow, that would be like me doing that to my husband. He has never like had drugs in his entire life. He's never even smoked a cigarette in his whole life, and that's completely by his choice. So it's like that would be like me unknowingly giving him a pot brownie and then being like he 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 all over TikTok about it. The worst I do to him is tell him terrible dad jokes. But well, he, yeah. but he knew yeah, that same. But but he knew what he was getting into when he married me. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Amy doesn't. Yeah, Amy, Amy's never really done. I think she's taken like a CBD gummy just to fall asleep. But I don't know if she's. I don't know if she's ever had THC. But yeah, if, and a lot if, of CBD doesn't have THC right, in it. Exactly. There are some that can, but um, most of them that like, especially ones that you can sell in Iowa, they cannot have like. Yeah, they can only have like the smallest amount of THC. Yeah, or I don't think THC. she's ever had THC because I had all of it. I can't. And then, uh, <laughs> so if I, yeah, I think the same situation. If I gave her something and she thought it was just a fucking yummy treat for being a brave little girl, and. <laughs> There's a story. There's a story there. <laughs> Where's my treat? <laughs> I was a brave little girl. Gay TikTok. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yesterday she got her uh she got a tattoo on like her hip. And uh mm. she got done and I was like, How you feeling? And she's like, I need ice cream. And I was like, Aw. <laughs> That's what me and my treat. friends used to do. When when we'd go get tattoos, we'd always go to Dairy Queen afterwards. Yeah. Like, We've been very brave. Yeah. We need we need a treat. So, yeah, I feel like if I if I did the same thing, she'd be pissed, and I totally understand that. It's, Completely it's, valid. I don't, I don't think it's the. I don't think it's even so much the action. It could be. It could be like somebody be that anything. doesn't drink. It, well, I mean, it could be anything. It was. You it know, could be it like just, somebody that doesn't drink alcohol, and then it just you tell them that it's something the, alcoholic, and yeah, it just it just goes against the the trust of the the relationship, the rules of the relationship, and that and and. It depends on what the rules of each relationship is. It's, it's always different. I think the, um, I think when like I talk to Kathy, for example, or any other person that's poly, like in my relationship, I'm married, I'm monogamous. Um, if I was if I was flirty or did something physical with another woman, that goes against the rules of our relationship. But when you're in a situation like Kethry or a poly relationship and you're flirty with another person or you go on a date with another person, like that does not, you know, that doesn't um go Those against the same ru- rules don't apply. Exactly. It just depends on But at the same time is, there are, but- there are there are different rules though because it's mm-hmm. if the other person knows about it then no, it doesn't go against yeah. the rules. But if you're still yep. doing it sneakily, then it does go against those rules. For sure. From what I've seen yeah, from, with for sure. most it just, like it, legit polyamorous relationships. It all comes down to just like, here's the the trust dynamic in this relationship. And that clearly went against um the, you know, what we it, what we read was clearly against the the trust relationship um of of that those two people. Yeah. And I think I don't want to be that person, but I can't help but think that if the roles were reversed, she would be out of her mind in anger. Most likely. Like, like if he had done it to her instead of her doing it to him, she's like, oh, like, well, am I the asshole? Like, she would be like on a whole rant, like probably even a breakup kind of rant with him had it been the other way around. And that's yeah. not to say that they haven't broken up now. I mean, that's she didn't true. say, but... 
I feel like that is kind of grounds. I for think it. I would be even more upset if she was like, "Oh, you know, I did it because I saw it on TikTok." I'd be like, "Oh, you unoriginal fuck!" <laughs> I'm insulted. <laughs> Give me something better. Well, it was like I just had a uh, story I read. Um, I think it's already come out by now. But uh, this girl was talking about how her boyfriend had a fit because she spent twenty dollars on him for their for one year anniversary date because he's not working mm-hmm. and she has like a minimum wage job and he had a whole fit like oh i'm only worth 20 dollars to you be like bitch no that's sit fucked. the fuck down and just be happy i spent shit on you yeah like anybody in a relationship should just be happy with some form of effort it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a lot and it doesn't have to be equated to a monetary value exactly oh, that's my husband once woke me up um, a little bit earlier on a weekend, took me outside, and we went and saw, sat on the top of his truck just to watch the sunrise together. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fucking adorable! Yeah. He just wanted to do that. He was just like, he's like, if I, he's like, if I didn't think we'd wake up the neighbors, he's like, I'd have us go on the roof instead. But he's like, I just, mm-hmm. he's like, I just wanted to do this with you for once, and I'm just like, oh. Oh, quick tip for the bros listening to the podcast: uh, your significant other especially if they are a female significant other does not give a fuck about flowers they don't give a shit about the flowers it's the fact that you did any effort whatsoever to get them a gift yeah that's it you don't even have to buy the flowers you could pick them as you like oh fucking steal them walk walk around the neighborhood it's better it's better if you do (laughs) ah well the less put together the less professionally they look the better (laughs) <laughs> I even pranked my husband once. My aunt, um, she just sent me a vase with flowers and like a thing of wine, which I do not drink wine. I do not like wine. But regardless, she constantly sends me wine. <laughs> and so it's like one night I was on, you know, I was on FaceTime. I was on FaceTime with him. We were watching Raw because that's what we do on Monday nights when he's gone. And I was just like, oh, by the way, thank you for the flowers. And he looks at me all confused. He's like, what flowers? And I go, these flowers. And I showed him them. He goes, I didn't get you flowers. I'm like, no, I know Linda did. <laughs> So, and I was like, I was expecting you to like just take it and be like, oh, yeah, no, you're welcome. But no, he was straight out like, no, wasn't me. For anyone listening in the Pella, Iowa area, do not steal the flowers. You will <laughs> yeah. literally go to jail. Tulip time. You will fucking don't, don't go steal to the jail. So kind of on the sub- subject of fake, um, I don't know, flowers, gifts, whatever. Admit it. Each one of us have has at least tried to take a bite of a fake fruit. A fake fruit? What like do you mean an- attempted to? I have succeeded, good sir, and it was not delicious. What kind of fake fruit? You mean like, like, like a- an apple, or you know, like like a decorative? Uh- oh, I can't tell you how many times I've gone through the Dollar Tree and seen like those fake fruits and seeing like kid sized bites taken out of them. Like, <laughs> oh. why are you not watching your children in Dollar <laughs> right. Tree, ma'am? <laughs> I've I've taken a bite out of soap more than once. What was it? I uh, <laughs> just because like it was a decorative something else. Like what it was it? Like, I don't it know, know if like anybody something. remembers when um Arnold not Arnold's or uh whatever it used to be called Alberts used to be a thing here in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. Um, we used the, to like grocery store. Yeah, the grocery yeah, yeah, store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'd I'd always love going over into the back where the eggs were at because they had like these fake eggs. And for whatever reason, when I was a kid, I was always like, if I was taller, I'd fucking take one of those. <laughs> I was just obsessed with wanting to take one of them. I knew they were fake as hell, but I was just like, I want one of those. I'm talking about like, uh, like, have you ever been to Lush? 
and they make like fun soaps yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. out of yeah like, they make like those bath yeah, jellies i've never been yeah. to one but i've seen them on like tiktok and stuff okay it's i get it fucking delicious the, yeah and the fact that some of them look really good and like it's like those things on tiktok i see it's like is it cake and mm-hmm. it's like this is why i have trust issues or like or nature's corn melts. or like nature's corn dogs cattails yeah yeah oh I've, I've seen people take bites out of oh, yeah. horrible decision yeah i've thought about t- t- um testing berry with it and be like you see those those are naturally raised corn dogs <laughs> fresh to eat too you just you take one and just eat it fucking farm to table corn dogs <laughs> <laughs> i think it'd I'm be hilarious I'm name this episode nature's corn dogs and then <laughs> fucking don't explain it at all and then they have to get to the 51st minute of the episode before they're like that's it got it <laughs> all right uh let's do like one more all right, so do you want me to just go ahead and do the uh, today I fucked up one? Yeah, yeah, because we had we had two more that we wanted to. do. Oh with. yeah, let's. I do want to do the ring one. Don't give us the title because that one seems like why the fuck would anyone get bad at getting a new ring? So right. oh no no, we, I meant like, am I the asshole? And have us guess if. Oh yeah, we could do that. Let me find. So instead of like knowing that this person's terrible. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I one asshole? that's more like, like eh, debatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that one's a little bit too easy. Yeah, give us a good one. All right, here's here's one. So you want me to read the title for it then, or no? Just go right into okay. it. Okay. I twenty two M have been with my girlfriend thirty two F for about six months now, and at the beginning of our relationship, wait, I go back to the beginning. I'm sorry. What were the ages? Twenty two M and thirty two F. So ten year difference. Okay. Little cougar on her hands. I love it. <laughs> yeah, she is, I guess. Or, or I, well, or that, or I think they call them crazy. I'm pretty sure my too. parents uh, have a 10 year difference, so. Your mother's 10 years older than your dad? No, my dad. Oh, your dad's older. Uh, you never know. So, uh, for about six months now, and at the beginning of our relationship, I noticed when making us sandwiches that her pickle jar had what looked like copious amounts of pepper. Didn't think much, that much of it until we moved in together a week ago, and what? there were Oreos in my pickle jar. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I wouldn't be mad if she had her own separate jar of pickles for this, but she's ruined the household pickles. I mean, just buy another fucking jar of pickles and be like, what, five bucks? Um, what is happening right now? <laughs> this is not where I thought it, this would be going. I told her that was disgusting, and she literally didn't think about anybody else who may have wanted a regular damn pickle. To be fair, I don't know a lot of people that like actually would just want to eat regular pickles. I mean, like oh, I, I will so drink so many people. I will drink straight pickle juice. Like I, I have no regrets. Like I will I, finish I the pickle jar, and then I will keep the jar of juice in the fridge until I'm ready to drink it. Uh, and I've been like that since I was a child. So there's no going back on that. Um, she claims that it's okay because I never noticed until I actually saw it. I don't want soggy Oreos in my pickles. And now she's refusing to speak to me because she says I overreacted by telling her she wasn't considerate. Am I the asshole? No. Um, edit to answer some questions. I bought all of the groceries and even told her I'd get an extra jar if she requested. She thinks I'm overreacting since I didn't notice until I actually saw the Oreos. As to why she does it, she said she just likes the sweet, salty, and sour mixture. So get some fucking bread and butter pickles shit. Which I get, but like maybe use a Tupperware dish and serve it as you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so le- let me understand this correctly. 
she puts Oreos into the into the jar and, and has them that way? Or is it like a milk and cookie type situation where she, she dips them? She puts them in the Oreos. She puts like the soap. Oreos in oh, the pickled jar. Oh, fuck that, you psycho. <laughs> I, Heather, I under- just so you know, don't ever put Oreos in the pickle jar. I, under- oh, I talk shit on her all the time because she, she has tomato soup and it's fucking disgusting. You don't like tomato soup? No, I hate it. So you weren't like a grilled cheese tomato soup kid growing up? I used to be. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, that's something that we oh, still make. Like my every once in a while, my husband's just like, you know what I really want to do? I really want a grilled cheese and tomato soup. Have you ever had like a tomato bisque, like a good tomato soup? I don't think so. Probably not. Yeah. It's probably just like Campbell's from the can tomato yeah. soup. Do you make it with water that's, or milk? Because mm, that can make a difference question. Too. I have no idea. That's a great make question. I don't, I, don't, I don't do tomato soup at all. Oh. I think do you just like not toma- do you just not like tomatoes or you just not like tomato soup? I don't mind tomatoes, but like I don't know. I just I don't I, I think I just think tomato soup in general is just disgusting to me. Huh. I don't know why. Because I mean, I for the longest time I used to make it with water and then I found out that you should make it with milk oh, instead it's so and I was much just like better. So much better. I bet if you even made it with like heavy, like heavy cream or something like that, or even half and half, I bet I would like. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll give it a try. Speaking my language. That or like add like a dollop of sour cream in it. If you just make it with regular milk, adds a little bit more creaminess to do it, it. Do a dollop of daisy. Yep. Okay. We have so many things to try this summer. Yeah. <laughs> tomato Who soup. Tomato soup. Tomato would be soup. One of them. Roller coasters. Oh, I know. My kid's been talking about how he wants to get over his fear of heights, and he goes, "I want to go on roller coasters." He goes by myself, and I'm like. My dude, I don't think you're ready for that. You are seven years old. You will pee your pants. So, so exciting if, summer ahead. If you've been following uh, so far, we talked about phobias, and one of my big phobias was roller coasters. So, really, see, I've got like one of the weirdest phobias, and my husband makes fun of me for it all the fucking time. And I bet you could never guess what it is. Is it animal related? Nope. Nature related. If you consider space nature related, yes. Is it is it uh is it just like the fear of space? Nope. Oh, I thought it was just like the infinite fucking nothingness of space. That because uh, I was trying to equate that to like the fear of uh, deep water. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. So shit. Okay. Um, aliens. Fucking terrified of aliens. But yet, I will watch the shit out of a good alien movie. Hell yeah. I will cry while I'm doing it because it scares the absolute <laughs> piss out of me. Like, we watched that movie, Nope. Um, Love that movie. The, that was yeah, a good movie. Yeah, we, we watched it for the first time um, over our wedding weekend with our, fr- with our friends from North Carolina. Yeah, that's not even the scariest alien movie. Well, and no. it's like when they had the little guys like coming around, like wearing the costumes and shit, fucking with them. I was like sitting there in the chair, shaking and crying. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. And then it just ended up being that big old cowboy hat mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> Which was still, it was a fantastic movie. Like, Jordan Peele's movies are just fucking amazing. Did you know he made a Twilight series? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he I started watching those and, it oh, and, they were amazing. I remember the only episode I watched was the one that they released for free, and it was the one with Kumail Nanjani. Yep, it was the very first of season one. Yeah. It's a really so, good episode. I have a hot take. Okay. I think all of Jordan Peele's movies are fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think they're all great. I think of the three that he's written and directed, mm-hmm. I think they are progressively getting worse. Really? I mean, I, 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 I think, think I can agree with that. With that because, said. Because, like, if you compare Nope to Get Out, yeah. like, they are very indifferent situations. I think situations. they're all unbelievable. I loved all three of them. I think Get Out is better than Us. 
And I think Us is better than... See, I think Us nope. is better than... Really? Nope or Get Out, yeah. I liked Us, but I feel like there was... I feel like... Maybe it's because I've only watched it twice. But I feel like there's like some need-to-know information that was left out that leaves yeah. me like wanting more to it, but that's, I don't think he's ever going to come back and give that's us... That's like, intentional by design, though. Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm a brown man that exclusively dates white women, but there was a lot of casual racism in Get Out that just made me oh, giggle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. Um, Relatable. Kind of on the whole alien thing. Um, I've been wanting to watch a movie called Pandorum lately. So... The idea is, uh, it's got it's got Ben Foster and Dennis Quaid in it, and so the idea is, uh, Pandorum is a condition where, like, if you're stuck in space for so long, you just lose your shit and go crazy. So kind of like cabin fever, but in space. Yes, mm. but you know he's talking to. The supposed like commanding officer, cap like Ben Foster's character is talking to Dennis Quaid, who is like the supposed captain or whatever. And there's so many twists and turns, and like when you find out like by the end like what's actually going on, you're like, oh shit! I love movies like that. I fucking love movies like that. Okay, then I highly recommend watching that one. That I do really good. enjoy a good twist movie. Like we just watched Knock at the Cabin, which is on Peacock. That was good. I. You know, Austin, Austin saw my yeah. Yep. Austin yep. saw my 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 Facebook comment about it, but it was like I remember at one point I seen some video where Dave Batista's talking about how he's like the better he's a better actor than The Rock, and I was like, what? I'm like, fuck you, Batista. What? You're out of your fucking mind. And then I watched that movie, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm sold. Like Batista is a better actor than The Rock because The Rock plays the same character in different roles all over. And, and my uncle, every fucking movie The Rock's in. It's always exciting. I love the vast majority of them, but yes, it is the same character every movie. It's basically just him and it. It's like Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) yeah. I'll fight back on that a little bit, but The Rock is just like, here's The Rock doing fucking international espionage. Yeah. Here's The Rock driving a car. Punch another guy. Here's The Rock in the jungle, and and Dave Bautista is like. He's showing it's, it's he's got always the range, like, and it's nice. It's big strong guy because he's a big strong guy. But there is there is a range, and uh, I think his his range so far far better than yeah. the rocks. And even though we haven't seen a whole lot yet, better than John Cena's. I think yeah. out of the three range wise, the Rock is the worst. But he's a fucking megastar, and he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Well, and, and usually I think the it's the same is, goddamn is that, thing every time. But. I think the other problem is is that we have to take into account is the fact that he only gets, you know, requested to play these kinds of roles. Nobody sure. gives him the option or it's, the chance to try and do other roles like with Batista. It's definitely a typecast. So, yeah, um, and exactly. But it's like... So I remember what I was going to say, because you had said um, how... Batista's uh, the this actor and um how you weren't getting any answers from like the Jordan Peele movies and stuff like that. Yeah. So tying those two together, Army of the Dead. Have you guys seen it? It's Not a, it's on yet. Netflix. I don't believe so. I don't have Netflix anymore. So okay, okay. So I saw it in theaters when they did the like early. That's screening. the new Evil Dead movie, right? No, 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 no. no. Army of the Dead is is the Zack Snyder movie 
that came out on Netflix. Oh, so I do like Zack Snyder. Yeah, so do I. Underrated. I, I think he gets a lot more hate than than he deserves, but that's besides the point. So he made a movie called Army of the Dead. If you don't remember, he also did the Dawn of the Dead remake. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. I did not know that yeah. was a Zack Snyder movie. Yeah. I loved Army so of the Dead. He, so he did Army of the Dead. We went and saw it in theaters, and I caught something um, during one of the big action scenes. I'm like, hold up. Wait a minute. Those moments you wish you could rewind in the yeah, theater. Yeah, and then when it came out on Netflix, it got to that part, and I paused it. I was like... And so... The big action piece is like them running away from zombies and they're shooting at zombies. And there's only a couple of them that have like these glowing blue eyes. Right? Okay. It doesn't make any sense. Um, there's no context to it they at nev- all. They never give never any context it. to it. But I hate it when movies do stuff like that. Where it gives you something that feels important, but then they never touch on it again. Here's the weird... Th- and it's not even focused on, right? It, it's just there. Huh. But here's the thing. There was one point where one of them gets shot in the head. As you do with zombies. But it's not blood. It sparks. And there like I have a like I have a picture of it where it's paused and you can clearly see the face and it's a fucking like robot skeleton face underneath. So I tweeted out to Snyder, never got a response and then after I How dare he? Uh, right, the gall. <laughs> um after I had done that, I started seeing a bunch, uh, like a few posts saying, "Hey, what the fuck is going on?" And like, it's one of those things. I if I ever get in a room with Zack Snyder, I'm not going to talk about anything else except that one fucking moment in Army of the Dead. The one answer you. I want. need an explanation, Zack Snyder. You son of a bitch. <laughs> if you're listening, he probably Trevor. is. We're 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 a pretty big podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We had well, like, what was it? Last week. It's like, um, it's like what? Uh, we we were rewatching the first uh, Avatar movie yesterday because I've only seen it once, like years ago when it came out. Okay, so yeah. we were watching it again because I know it's probably the second one's probably getting ready to drop on the extended or I think it was just whatever whichever Aww. one's on Disney Plus. But it was made me realize that James Cameron makes these fantastic visu- visually fantastic movies, but you know what he does the majority of the time? He makes documentaries. Yeah. Because he's got that one elephant documentary coming out with Natalie Portman um, narrating. Yeah. And all I can think of is that's why his movies are so visually appealing and so amazing is because he does all of this documentary stuff on this, like, as his main job. I'm a fucking idiot. You were like, the elephant movie <laughs> with Natalie Portman. I was like, the elephant's name is Natalie Portman. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's it's like a racehorse, except it's an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and so it was like I was sitting there and I was realizing it because because it's like I'm watching it. And I'm like, man, it's been a long time since I've watched this movie, but it is visually just beautiful. And the same thing with Titanic when that movie came out. It's visually <laughs> very beautiful, but it's like, and I'm like, but he does documentaries and I stuff. Recently watched, uh, <laughs> I recently watched Titanic again, and I don't think I ever realized because I haven't seen it since I was like a kid. I never remembered uh, when the ship goes vertical 
Are you and talking the, about that guy that falls on the back and, hits and he the gets propeller. his propeller? Yeah, yeah. His fucking leg separates from himself. I watched uh, that when I was so like 12, 13 years old, and it's I busted so up laughing. And I was watching it with my friend at, at the time and her aunt, and they're looking at me like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? This man lost his life." I'm like, it's "His leg most, got lost." It's like the most traumatic <laughs> fucking like mass death scene in cinematic history and i don't just know a, schindler's list just really so funny there's <laughs> a silly goofy boy <laughs> and, and i don't know what it is it's like why that one scene like they could have left that part out yeah. there was enough like stuff in there but i feel like there's other things they could have put in there to make it more like dramatic and sad but that was just fucking hilarious and you know what i know i'm not the only one that feels that way because i've seen multiple people make memes of that every, every so just good. every once in a while going i'm not the only one that's psycho <laughs> we are getting very close to the end uh, all right let's do the let's do one today i fucked up to close things out yeah that one was really long that i had landed on so let me try and find one that's not oh this one i can definitely relate to do you want me to give you the title no okay it's so much better when we don't know what we're getting into yeah so this one is very short but it goes, I was on my way out when I noticed ants on the ceiling in my apartment. They've been really active and annoying this last week. My ceilings are high, but the one at the door is lower and there seems to be holes in it. I got an old Raid Max, not sure how old it is, and sprayed it in these holes and some of it ricocheted at my face. I was wearing a face mask and glasses, but still felt a bit of it next to my eye. I'm not sure if it got in my eye. Oh, okay, Kingston. (laughs) (laughs) I left and got to work in about 40 minutes and washed my face and eyes only then. It's been a couple hours now and I'm going to wash my face a couple times more, but I'm not sure if it helps at this point. I don't really feel any different except for some anxiety and I don't feel anything on the skin. My eye feels a bit different, but that might be due to all the water or maybe it's just my hydrochondia. Oh. Oh, no. TLDR. I got raid on my face and maybe I didn't wash it right away and I don't know what to do since I don't feel anything. Uh, Oh. I I can relate to that because I used to work at Menards. And I was working with um, some other people. We were part of this kind of gig Menards was putting out to try and like set up new areas and like try and rearrange the shelves and stuff like that. And this the guy that I was working with pulls this box of bug killer that was open at the back and I get doused in it like it's all powder stuff. It's all over my arms, all over like it's down my shirt, like it's in my hair. And I go up to my manager and I'm just like, I think I need to go home and shower. And he goes, no, you'll be fine. Just go wash off in the bathroom. In the bathroom sink. That's a fucking lawsuit. And then I'm like, I'm like, I'm still itchy. Like I'm scratching. My arms are red. And he's just like, we'll just go find you some lotion. That'll help. Oh, that's a fucking lawsuit. I I mean, nothing ever came from it. I never broke out in any way. But it was kind of one of those things where I was just like, oh, this feels so uncomfortable. I mean, the amount of times I got hurt at Menards. I think by this point he was kind of desensitized to it because I'm, he was just okay. kind of like this bitch is just always getting hurt. Okay. We, we don't more context to that. I, you know, <laughs> I, I get where he's coming from. I feel like uh, I've chopped off bits of fingers. Like it was. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I I chopped off the tip of my thumb shortly after putting a brand new razor blade in it while I was working out in the garden center because it was so cold. I went to cut the zip tie, it bounced, and then I got my tip of my finger. Yeah, 
I, I hurt myself so much at that job. It's not even funny. I fell off ladders. The first thing that ever happened to me, I dropped a 40 pound cap rock on the tip of my toe. More like Phoenix needs a first aid kit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I made the comment multiple times that it's like, I just need to be put in a giant bubble. Like Man, I had I the cat run over boy. my foot. I was just going to say that. <laughs> That's such a good movie. $500. <laughs> Phoenix. Thank you so much for coming back. Yeah, you know, you're welcome. We felt bad. We even said this on the podcast. I think it was the uh, the one year episode. We were talking about people that we had on before that we wanted to have back. And obviously you were at the top of that list. Mm-hmm. We felt like we just like didn't shut the fuck up the last time you were here and didn't <laughs> let, really let you speak. So it was cool to um, have you bring kind of what you do on your podcast and and allow our listeners to to have that experience and hopefully they they come in and see what it, you're all about. It was a nice change of pace for sure. Yeah, for, I, yeah. I think uh, you know allowing us to not I don't know necessarily talk as much and let our guests just have the reins. It was it was a good takeover. No, it was nice for me to do what I do, but also have like other people's input on it as well. Yeah. So it makes me, sometimes it makes me feel like when I, uh, when I see both sides of something, it makes me feel like maybe I'm just crazy. Like maybe it's just like my people pleasing side. But when it's like other people have the same kind of thought process, it's like, you know what? Maybe not. (laughs) Maybe I am right. I think we should definitely do this more often. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, you're welcome. 